0: they asked like
1: Yeah. <laughs> Pros proved that personalization works better than off-the-shelf alternatives. Try it for yourself and get your healthiest hair in 30 days or your money back.
0: Pros is so confident that you'll love your results that they're offering our listeners an exclusive trial offer so you can see the difference custom care can make. 50% off your first subscription order at pros.com/justbreakup. That's p r o s e.com/justbreakup for your free consultation and and 50% off your one of a kind formulas. Pros.com slash just break up. Welcome to Just Breakup, Up, the podcast about love, heartbreak, and all the relationship advice you don't want to hear. My name is Sierra DeMolder.
1: And I'm Sam Blackwell. And I'm Spencer
3: Worth Davis. Is that how we're doing this? <laughs>
1: Okay. That's how it goes. Nailed it. That's how it goes. That's how we're That's doing right. it. Yep. yep. <laughs> and
3: uh today we're taking a look back at the last four years of Just Break Up with a, another Where Are They Now episode.
1: Yeah. Yay. Yeah.
3: Surprise bonus episode yes. for our
1: birthday.
0: Yay! It's our four-year birthday on July sixteenth, and we also just published our two hundredth episode this past Monday. So here we are. We're going to take a look back at the last four years and answer—no, listen to some um, listener like call-in voicemails, call-in call voicemails from <laughs> one from each of the you four years. Tenser was supposed <laughs> yeah, to explain I got it. this. <laughs>
3: Uh, we're Go gonna ahead. get some updates so, okay. from uh, letter writers of of years past, and so I've got uh, so uh, one from each of the four years that we've been doing just break up, and then we have we have yeah, uh, some voicemail yeah, updates from from those folks. It, there are three of these. You've probably heard I them. I, we don't need to explain the whole thing.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay.
3: It's going to be like the other ones.
0: Let's get into it.
3: Uh, okay. Are we doing a check-in yeah, or anything? Am I how talking about turning turning four?
0: Uh, I'd like to check in about the fact that um, um, letters from letter writers in years past or whatever you said sounded very much like we were in like a Christmas tale, you know? A Christmas carol. Uh, these are, yeah. The, these <laughs> the are ghost the, of letter um, writers
3: past. Yes, exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yep.
0: Uh, uh, so we can check in about how we feel about four years.
3: Returning, how do you right? feel about There's it? Me? Oh, um, fine, good. It's gotten like better every year, so that seems yeah, positive. totally.
0: That's good. Yeah, I'm glad There's, to hear like, that.
3: <laughs> you know, people Let's are still listening. And-
0: yeah. So, what was it like when you were like? I know that when I brought the podcast to you four years ago and I was like, hey, my friend and I want to make this podcast, and you were like, yeah, cool, I'll do it. Mm -hmm. A, what were you thinking? And B,
1: (laughs) follow-up question. Why did you let us do this, Spencer? (laughs) What what on earth were you thinking by agreeing to this?
0: Follow-up question. What did you think after you heard, after we, I remember Sam and I sat down, we recorded the first three, three episodes in a go. Because that mm-hmm. was back when we were we were young with stamina.
1: <laughs> we were just so excited. Um,
0: we were just so thrilled. Uh, and what did you? Th- so, so the follow up question is: What did you think after you heard our first three letters or answers, questions, episodes?
3: <laughs> this is gonna be fun. Uh,
0: <laughs> this is gonna be great. This is gonna be great.
1: Just like how well, many questions were in that question? <laughs>
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I sure just say the answer? wrong word.
3: <laughs> I'm not sure we got to one, to be honest.
0: Okay, no. Question number A, what were you thinking? <laughs> number A,
3: I was thinking uh, that I, my approach is usually just to say yes to things if it's uh, like yeah. people that I want to do things with and then we'll like figure it out later. Yeah, literally so it, I
0: don't think there was like any strategy or like logistics. You were like, yeah, cool, let's do it.
3: Yeah, I mean, it was more of like, Sierra has a project and it sounds like there's a solid idea. Like, yeah, well, let's find out if it's a solid idea or not. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then um,
0: question number B was what was your, <laughs> what were your feelings? Yep. <laughs> nope. I was just, I was just maintaining consistency. <laughs> um, what What were you thinking after you, we recorded, recorded those first three episodes?
3: Uh, it was pretty good. Yeah. Like a lot of people, I don't know. It It is a bigger challenge than, when I first started doing podcasts, it was a much bigger challenge than I realized initially to just talk semi coherently for an hour. Sure. <laughs> sure. About, yeah. about something that's hopefully interesting to like at least a significant group of people or a significant yeah. number of people. Um, and you guys had that like right away, which makes everything a whole lot easier.
0: Yeah, we That's just great. talk way too much.
1: <laughs> Honestly, yes.
3: Yeah, filling filling time has never been an issue. So that was... <laughs> yeah. those, a couple of those first episodes when we were doing like four letters especially were... Oh my God. Whew, but they were still like many. 50
0: minutes for some reason. In my mind, like how did we answer four letters in the past? Like were we just like... Break up with them by, you know, like that's what it kind of. feels think like. I
1: think so a little bit. That's kind of what we did. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's find out. Actually, are we and starting with like... the most recent year, or, or going? Are we going back in time, or starting? You know,
3: starting from the beginning. Never mind. Year one. Perfect. Year two, three. Four. Thank you. It's a very good place to start. I'm
0: I'm struggling today.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so we have, uh, we're going back to episode thirty nine. This is your heart on heartbreak which originally ran on...
1: <laughs> Great episode title. <laughs> Thank
3: you. <laughs> I think that was a Sierra quote, if I recall correctly. Yeah, uh, uh, like you're
0: hard on drugs.
3: Yeah, yep. Right. Smashing it with a frying It originally frying ran pan. on April yeah. 14th of 2019. And Amalia wrote in um, about how she had had lots of wonderful relationships with men, but none of them romantic. Um and a lot of men or some of her male friends had told her that they would date her. If only they were attracted to her uh, and had had a lot of issues with people that she got along with really well and had formed friendships with uh, telling her that they did not find her physically attractive. Hmm. And she was writing in about one specific relationship with a, a man who was a great friend to her and told her all the time how great she was and how she would be the perfect partner and so on. And she said, Well, great. What's why don't up? we just why don't we just try <laughs> dating? Yeah, like and uh he said that he wasn't physically attracted to her because she was fat. Ugh. Yeah. God. Yeah, and so I'm the,
0: remembering this now.
3: Yeah. Oh. The, so her question was. How do I start loving my body, and how do I find a partner that does too? Oh,
0: oh okay.
3: Oh, god. Okay. Um. So. St- <laughs> I know. I know. I'm, I'm like,
1: nervous yeah, about how you we guys answer are this session. So, question, so excited
3: to do these, and then you. <laughs> You get so anxious the second I start talking about. Oh, what,
0: yeah. The, the what, fact what that there are 200 said. episodes of Sam and I fucking freestyling our thoughts on Stupid. whatever amount of sleep we got a m- the, the night before Honestly. is just terrifying. I but probably like
1: what's coming that from what. I have to
0: remember. Yes, exactly. I love these episodes. I just remember it, it'll be fine, Sam. Okay, I'm ready.
3: <laughs> Thank also, you for the I'm not gonna pull ones where you guys, you know, said anything too stupid. We'll let those. That's true. Uh, true. That's, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Uh, so Sierra, you said, "Dear men, why would you say all this bullshit?"
0: Okay, I stand by that.
3: Mm-hmm. Stand <laughs> I by. It, 100%. Stand, I stand by
0: that because my first reaction to that part of the letter was like, "Man, people have just the." biggest audacity <laughs> like yeah. to to like who would i would not na- i just don't think i would ever say anything like that like we don't need those there are constructive opinions and then there are hurtful opinions so
1: yeah, yeah. to have Why that thought
3: that? and then be like hmm i should say this out loud to yeah. the person to that friend. i'm thinking yeah, this it about this
1: is a thing i should say yeah yeah uh, like ugh. just
3: so Still, yeah dumb. it's bad enough to like <laughs> think that and then to be like People should hear this. I should share this with folks. Yeah, Yeah, yeah. my opinion is is valid.
1: Yeah, for sure. She's probably interested in my opinion on her body. Yeah, (laughs) definitely. I'll tell her that. That sounds great. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Spoiler. Literally no one is ever interested in your opinion about their body. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, You then spent the most of your time just being the the rest of your time just being so mad that you couldn't finish a sentence. (laughs) That was most of your response. It was just Good, like starting yeah, okay.
0: cool, 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 cool. starting a
3: rant and then interu- interrupting it with like another layer of rant. Over that's like over. A,
0: a rant cake. Honestly, yes. that's my
1: favorite. Sierra is when she's so mad she can't finish sentences because there's another thought that has made her so mad that she you needs were- to go to that one next. <laughs>
3: You were just interrupting yourself with new things that were making you like progressively more mad.
0: What's upsetting is that sounds like my dad. So I need to like go check myself right now. Okay, continue.
1: I've got a book for you.
3: And then you settled on uh, one thing that she could do for herself is to have higher standards and set firmer boundaries for how the people around her are allowed to treat her. Yes. Um, because she deserves better. And yeah. People who say these things to you are perhaps not your friends, or you could yeah. make friends that wouldn't say these things to you.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I stand by mm-hmm. that. Good job, Pat Sierra.
3: And Sam, you said we live in a fat phobic society, that there's nothing we wrong don't. with being fat. This whole society and situation sucks. And mm-hmm. the things that those men are saying to you suck. Um many of us have internalized fat phobia and your friends are treating you poorly. And I think you were adding on to Sierra's point about sort of setting harder boundaries. And you said something along the lines of like loving yourself more deeply will help you hold others to a higher standard or hold your boundaries more firmly as well.
1: Pretty good. Pretty good, Sam. Sure. Yeah. All right. (laughs) I feel like I made the problem hers, but that's okay. It's not hers. Well,
3: you, I, maybe, I maybe didn't summarize it uh, terribly accurately then, because that, that that was not the, the takeaway that, okay, I, okay, that good, I had. Okay, good, yeah. okay. good, good. good. All
1: right. it, was, it was like
3: 90% like this situation sucks because of a variety of systemic things. Yep. And then also, so I don't just tell you that the situation sucks and it will forever suck. Here's like maybe a thing you could do. Yeah, yeah, got yeah, it. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That, okay. That sounds more yeah, that sounds right. That sounds like something I would definitely <laughs> say. Sounds like that sounds more like me. <laughs> yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> All right. So here's Amalia's update from three and a half years later.
4: Hi. Um my name is Amalia and I wrote in on episode thirty-nine. I talked about being a fat person who had been told recently the person I was talking to loved everything about me, but wasn't physically attracted to me. Um, And it happened one too many times when I wrote in and Sam and Sierra Mm. affirmed me and went on an impassioned rant about fat phobia in (laughs) society, um, but in the end asked me to set better boundaries around the way that I let my friends and potential romantic partners treat me and my body. Mm. And I would love to tell you that I took all that to heart immediately and worked on it. Um, but the road to loving your body is a long and winding one. And mm-hmm. quite honestly, one that I'm still on and fumble and fall on often.
2: Mm-hmm. I
4: spent a good amount of time pursuing a friend, doing all the girlfriend things and being in a pseudo relationship. Just for him to tell me it never had been or would be romantic because he mm-hmm. wasn't attracted to me. He acknowledged liking the attention and all the things i did for him but i knew in my heart of hearts things would be different if i was thin Mm -hmm. so with sam and Sierra's advice in my head from almost two years ago um, i hopped on bumble and soon i met someone new our dates were amazing and he made me laugh like no other and we could talk about pretty much anything he found me super attractive and told me so often But more accurately, he tells me so often because we soon became official and I have a boyfriend who tells me every day how beautiful I am and how hot and sexy he thinks I am and whose intentions and feelings I never have to doubt. And I feel so comfortable around him and in my own body and that's the way that a partner should make you feel. Mm -hmm. I'm learning every day to like myself and who I am. And I know that writing in to just break up the affirmations, the advice, and the recommendation for the book, The Body is Not an Apology, which was incredible, um, really started it all. And so I'm forever grateful for that. And I'm sending all my love and just reminding you and anyone else that your body is a good body and it deserves love and kindness, not only from you, but from the people in your life. And so I hope that we can all find that and give that to the people around us. Much
1: love.
0: Wow.
1: Amazing.
0: I forgot what these episodes feel like. <laughs> I'm like immediately crying. Um, I, the, what immediately... Com- well, first of all, congratulations on this wonderful love that you found. And more importantly, congratulations for continuing along this journey of self-love and acceptance. Um, mm. But... Uh, In listening to you, I'm just so, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for writing in and sharing this update because I think it's so powerful to hear the physicalization of our well metaphor, right? Like that you're working too hard and that there's not water here and there's, there's a love out here that won't make you work so hard. There's a love out here that's going to love your body and like celebrate you and tell you you're sexy every day and and I just loved hearing that in action, you know, hearing that these people who give us crumbs aren't worth it, you know, mm-hmm. and that there's a whole there's a whole meal out there ready to fill us with love, affirmation and security and um I'm just so I'm so grateful that you wrote in. Thank you.
1: Yeah. And I really appreciated what you said about how, um, you heard what we said and then struggled to internalize it or struggled to like yeah. listen to it or struggle to believe it. Cause like, that's so real. That experience of being right. like two podcast hosts or our friends or, you know, other people telling us things about, um, how beautiful we are or how lovable we are and like really struggling to internalize it. And I, it's, it just speaks to the fact that this type of love and support, um, is really about, or this sort of journey towards self radical Mm -hmm. self love and self acceptance is a journey, right? Like, I don't know that there's ever Mm -hmm. an end point where we suddenly like flip a switch and like, it's like, Oh yes, absolutely. I love my body and I love everything about myself and like all of that stuff. But instead just hearing those words and then finding ways to act on them in a meaningful way. And sometimes that's like, who knows what the thing is, right? Like it could be like, oh, this person just said it in this one way. And now suddenly I'm like, wait a minute, I can't, there are things I can do or things I can try. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's like, no, I just have to, I have to find the right relationship to, to figure out ways that I can be in my body right. in different ways. And like all of those journeys are are beautiful and wonderful. Um, And I think it's great that you, that you are honest and vulnerable with us to say like, yeah, I heard it. And then it really took me a long time to figure out how to actually act on it. Cause that's, that is so real. Um, and so human to, to to yeah. sort of be on that journey.
0: Yeah. And thank you so much for the kind things you said about the podcast and about our community and our listeners and the very, very true and impactful and important message that you sent out to us and all of our wonderful debut community members. Um, I hope that Sam and I and our fellow listeners will take that to heart. Thank you.
1: Absolutely. We love you. Yeah. Thank you for calling. use the middle person. <laughs> Just get rocket money in there to help you do what you need to do.
0: Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com/justbreakup. That's rocketmoney.com/justbreakup. rocketmoney.com/justbreakup.
3: All right. So next up we have Natalie who wrote in on episode 80 titled Boundaries First.
1: Okay. Okay.
3: Uh which originally ran on February 9th of 2020. Oh man. And
0: <laughs> that was a tough time. <laughs> it
1: was it was right before the the storm.
3: Yeah, it was actually it was actually a great yeah, time. We were kinda, yeah, you're right, we you're went right. to Brooklyn. It was fun.
0: <laughs> you're right, right, it was yeah. a great time.
3: We we were probably all at your house. Yay. Right right around that day. For sure. Uh okay, and she wrote about how as a teenager she always wanted to be in a serious relationship and never was um, and got into her first real relationship in college, which was great and lasted for about two years and gave her a ton of confidence and security. Okay. Um, But they broke up after college and she's moved back home and is wanting to date casually but not sure how to communicate that, that she doesn't necessarily want a long-term serious relationship that she's just looking to casually date and hook up. Um, and is feeling guilt around wanting something different from a lot of the people that she's meeting and feeling like she's potentially leading people on Mm -hmm. by wanting to date, but not wanting to necessarily get into a long-term relationship. Yes,
0: I think I remember this.
3: Mm -hmm. Um, so you both talked for a while about uh, what's the deal with being attracted to unavailable people? <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, it seems a little tangential. a fair question.
3: <laughs> well, I think it was in the context of even if you communicate very clearly like, hey, this is yeah, not yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah, looking yeah, for. Yeah. Yep. People may come to you looking for that thing that you've explicitly said you are not interested Pairs. in absolutely because it's a challenge or because you know, we always want what we can't have. Um, Sierra, you then said that there's obviously nothing wrong with wanting and seeking out casual relationships or hookups or casual sex that you just need to be honest and clear with yourself and your partners about what you want and what you're looking for. Um, Oh, she also in the letter, uh, I forget how she phrased it exactly, but wrote something about struggling with being able to distinguish between flattery and genuine interest mm-hmm. from people that she meets. Mm-hmm. Um and you both had some 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 thoughts about that here. You said, quote, if I knew the difference, I'd still be a virgin.
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> turns out I am funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh-huh,
3: uh-huh. Um, and that it's also okay to follow flattery and see where that takes you, and do things that make you feel good, um, mm-hmm. and spend time with people that make you feel good. That's yeah. not necessarily yes. you know. There's not necessarily anything wrong. Oh, I with like that. agree with that. Good job, yeah, me. that's great. Um, Sam, you said society has rules about what relationships are supposed to look like, especially for women, and it can be hard to navigate spaces outside of that, like. Mm-hmm. We're not taught yeah. you know the the language for that oftentimes. Yep. Um, and then you had some thoughts about how if you are not looking for a relationship or if you don't want to be in a relationship, then that means that you have to be. You have to draw hard boundaries about not getting those relationship things. Yep. Mm-hmm. So as to not get yourself into a situation where, you know, you're not dating, but you talk every day and you're not dating other people and Mm -hmm. you're spending all of your time together and et cetera, et cetera. Sure. Um, and then had some thoughts about, I think she, she said something in her letter too, about, um, struggling to build new platonic relationships. Mm.
0: Yeah, for sure. That's
3: real. Um, and you had some thoughts about how it's, it's often easier to, create like a an immediate sense of intimacy in romantic relationships through sex or physical connection mm-hmm. yeah and it takes longer in to build that same level or a deeper or different type of intimacy through platonic relationships yeah that makes sense and so
0: accurate sam good it, job it takes
3: time and it takes <laughs> practice and it'll get easier the more you do it sort of a thing. yeah So, here is Natalie's update from two-ish years later.
5: Hi, Sam and Sierra and Spencer. Um, My name is Natalie. You guys answered my letter on episode 80, um, where I had written in about uh, feeling guilty about seeking out casual sex and casual dating relationships, um, knowing that other people might be looking for more commitment than I was. I think listening back to the letter, I don't know if I was being truthful with you guys Mm -hmm. and with myself uh, when I wrote it. I think that at the time I had been seeing somebody casually who I knew um, wanted Mm -hmm. a relationship with me. And before you guys ever answered my letter, we did end up um, breaking things off. And actually, very shortly after that, I uh, reconnected with somebody I had met previously and and dated really briefly. Um, And we actually started a long-distance relationship. We've been together for about a little over two years now, and actually we've been living together for the last six months. And things are going really, really well. So that had happened um, right around the time uh, you guys answered my letter, so I never got to take your advice. But um, I really appreciated all of your reflections and i think it really helped shift my perspective and relieve some of my guilt while also giving me a bit of a reality check <laughs> so thank you
0: oh that's great i i'm like i was just deeply moved by like our listeners vulnerability even just like calling in and being like i don't think i was being honest with myself I know. Uh, that is <laughs> Relatable,
1: (laughs) absolutely. You ever like
0: read back your journal or or something like that, or I don't know, like a post online, and be like, "That is not the whole truth, Demolder."
1: (laughs) For sure. Oh, for sure. And I think that there's like, I've had experiences where I'm like breaking things off with people. Um, where I'm like, I just don't want to be dating right now, but like, if that's not true, I just don't want to be dating that person. But like in my head, it feels
0: like it's that's like the truth. Everyone's worst sniper, but also like <laughs> yeah. deeply true. Yeah. Right?
3: <laughs> uh, if you've convinced yourself of it, you're not lying. Yeah, right? absolutely. Yeah, yeah.
1: I've just, I've just convinced myself so much that I'm not lying. Absolutely. Um, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So that's that. I love the idea of like, yeah, I even wrote into this advice podcast with advice, asking for advice that didn't actually apply to me because it wasn't actually the truth of my situation. Um, and also just how relatable that is.
0: Yeah. But I also think it's like a powerful example of like guilt, you know, um, Mm. that we have, we're not really well-practiced in talking about our own needs and boundaries, especially when they're in opposition of the popular mode which is often monogamy which you know long-term relationships not not crushing people's hearts <laughs> mm-hmm. um it's hard to go against that and i mean we wouldn't have a show for four years if it was easy to break up with people or if it was easy to like navigate the relationship seas you know mm-hmm. um, i don't think that anything we do interpersonally is ever uh easy it's just like hard-earned and vulnerable.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: All right, my darling. You also, darling.
3: You also probably oh, wouldn't have a show if we just didn't all feel guilty about everything that we do all the time. Yeah, That's, that's
0: exactly it. That's Thanks exactly for your it.
3: guilt, everyone, because it's really helping us out. <laughs> 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 oh,
0: that is so funny. Um, all right, my darling. Thank you so much for writing and updating us and calling. We love you.
1: Thank you so much glad we our advice was useless to you (laughs) (laughs) glad
3: you figured it out on your own first
1: as you (laughs)
0: all have the capacity to do
1: absolutely yeah absolutely
3: when when you tell people that they know what to do you know she just beat you too yeah exactly we
1: do tell people that all the time it's like you know yeah they're like no i don't that's why we're writing in i'm like no it's fine you know just trust yourself
3: All right, next up we have Faking It from episode 139, oh, the Sierra one. Seer. The Sierra what? Which ran Seer. Oh, Seer. Like oh, yeah, to, it was grocery shopping. Coo- cook something quickly. <laughs> yes.
0: Uh,
3: it originally ran on April 26th, of 2021. And this person uh, was writing in about how they'd been with their boyfriend for about six months and everything was going pretty well. Um, and she had experienced some sexual trauma as a teenager that has affected her sex life in adulthood. Um, and sex traditionally had not been very enjoyable for her and felt sort of more like somewhere between a a performance and an obligation Mm -hmm. in relationships in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, but now after a lot of work and some, some time passing, she's had, a few positive sexual experiences with both men and women. um, But they had not been in, previously had not been in the context of a committed relationship. Sure. And she's now in this long-term trusting relationship with her boyfriend. They both have a pretty high sex drive. And when they first started having sex together, her boyfriend noticed and said something to her about how she seemed to be performing during sex and didn't feel like she was like fully present with him in the moment. And they had a conversation about sort of where that comes from for her and her past experiences. And her boyfriend was kind and understanding. And since then they've had lots of great sex together. But she somewhere in one of these conversations told her that she had not and didn't think she could orgasm from sex. And he seemed to take that as sort of a challenge, yeah. um, <laughs> and she eventually started Samuel, feeling guilty about not please. orgasming, yeah. despite, despite his best efforts. It's like a sitcom.
0: And, oh my god! Right.
3: <laughs> I'm telling you, nine after I'm still watching '90s sitcoms. Uh, I think like
0: you mean '95.
3: Sorry, yes rom coms. Uh 95% of like our generation's relationship issues can be stemmed or stem from <laughs> like repeating things we've seen in rom coms.
1: Yeah. yeah. Definitely. i I a hundred percent agree with you. Sleepless in Seattle anyway. really fucked me
3: up. <laughs> I watched sorry, this is not back to your rather serious letter. Um <laughs> she eventually started feeling guilty about not orgasming and started faking orgasms mm-hmm. and now is feeling guilty about that and it because it feels like she's lying to or deceiving her partner and she doesn't want to be doing that yeah. she cares a lot about him and wants to build this, this relationship with him yeah. but she's not sure what to do
0: I cannot wait, seems like- to I can't wait to hear what the fuck we yeah. said
3: <laughs> 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 who knows <Okay>, i ready <laughs> All right, um, so we'll go with Sam first. Sam, Great. you said that sh- she's obviously not a bad person and that she's just doing what she need- needed to do in the moment. Yeah. Um, And it's also hard to separate this situation from misogyny and patriarchy and this concept that like, women are supposed to perform for men and that it's about, you know, men's pleasure and women like achieving all this goal oriented bullshit. Um, and then you say it's not necessarily the big betrayal that it's built up to be yes. either. Mm-hmm. Like lots of parts of sex are or can be performative and that's not necessarily yes. a bad thing. Um, Sierra, you said that agreed that she's definitely not a bad person and that <laughs> none of us are taught how to do any of this, yeah. <laughs> be it relationships or communication or sex or whatever. Uh-huh. And that it's all very complicated and nuanced and that she's doing the best she can to love her partner. Um. And you talked a bit about how like her intentions are clearly very good here, but also maybe there's, a more vulnerable choice to be made that would actually strengthen her relationship even more. I
0: love this because I was immediately like, what the fuck did I say? <laughs> and then I like, I like sat with it and I was thinking like, well, would if I was writing in with a letter like that and I could, because I've had similar anxieties or narratives in my life about sex and performance, the most Powerful thing I think would be to relieve me of my guilt that I'm not a bad person for doing these things Um, that instead it is it is my way of loving that person Mm. and trying to cater to them to to make them happy. But it's yeah. a broken way of loving person, somebody because it's a way of like suppressing your true self. It's it's how many of us were taught to love for fuck's sake, you know. Yeah. Um, so I love that because at first I was like, uh, Sierra, that's a little weak sauce. And now I think it's great. <laughs> good job, me. Yeah,
3: The, the underlying <laughs> like motivation here is to be good to her partner. Right, right. But there maybe is like a way to do it that's I, healthier for yes, her. Right. I hope
0: that mm-hmm. I communicated or at least I can now that like loving your partner is a great thing to do, but you are not a like unlovable as you are. You know what I mean? Like, and your love is you good enough as you are it. like, yep. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah, go ahead. Continue.
3: Um, and, and then along those lines, you said that like a lot of our heartache is actually not because of the thing in the relationship that we're struggling with. It's because we're so hard on ourselves yes. about that mm. thing. That's real, absolutely. Yeah, who the fuck uh, are
0: we, Sam? Like,
3: <laughs> well, this was, this was episode one thirty-nine. Yeah, like,
1: you're, yeah, are well yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think like, this advice feels feels right. Yeah, definitely. Yeah.
3: And then you both said that ultimately, you know, she should probably have this hard, vulnerable conversation with her partner, mm-hmm. um, and then gave her some reassurances about like, penetrative sex is not. The end-all be-all and yeah. there are a million different ways to have sex and a lot of what we traditionally think of is somehow rooted in misogyny homophobia or transphobia <laughs> and that this is not at all an uncommon situation and she shouldn't feel bad for yeah experiencing it or like shouldn't be scared of this conversation around it
1: yeah yes I'm finding a theme that I apparently always take everything to the systemic level. <laughs> like, yep, Your situation well, is actually endemic to a larger situation that we're going through, and they, they inform each other, which is yeah, good. Inter- I'm glad I do intersectional. it.
0: Intersectional. Yeah. That's right. Uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> it's just like Personal. all three so of th- these are like, Sam, you took it to the systemic level. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, here we are again.
3: <laughs> so you thought things were just like locally bad. They're actually globally <laughs> and historically bad. <laughs> It's actually yeah. been bad forever, uh, ever. Absolutely. That
1: is,
2: yep. That's perfect.
3: Alright. So here is Faking It's update.
2: Hi guys. Um, my name is Ash. I submitted a letter on episode one thirty nine, the Sierra Fear. Um, I believe my name was Faking It. I was the one who was struggling because my partner had been kind of pressuring me to orgasm during sex and so I began faking my orgasms because I didn't feel like I could come from penetrative sex and my partner was really putting that pressure on me to come that way and instead of just kind of sticking up for myself and being like hey this is not how my body works um I just started faking it um that that uh, episode honestly like really opened my eyes to um, what a red flag. That was in my relationship that I actually um, didn't feel like I could take mm. your advice because I didn't really feel like that relationship was a safe mm. space to do that in. Um, that relationship definitely ended. Um, luckily, a few months later, ended up being um, really manipulative and toxic. I later found out through therapy that my partner was a narcissist and had attempted to be really loved bombing and then was trying to flip the switch um, and using my trauma against me mm-hmm. to try to control me. But I think that because of your guys's podcast and listening to that, um, mm-hmm. I really have learned a lot in sticking up for myself and setting those boundaries. And honestly, I don't think a year ago, if I had been in that relationship, I would have been able to stick up for myself and leave. Um, I have a very anxious attachment style and I think I would have rather have um, done a bunch of mental gymnastics to stay in the relationship mm-hmm. and leave but I think just like having your guys' podcast community support made me realize it's not scary to be on my own and I can find respectful love <laughs> um, and um, the current partner that I'm with I'm super happy with um, one of our first conversations was about um, my relationship with sex and I told them right off the bat about like my history with my ex and um, the history before that, and I felt so comfortable and safe having that conversation and just having the safety of, like, actually having someone that could respond to that in a healthy way made me realize, like, how unhealthy that relationship was and how happy I am that I was able to get out of it. Um, even my therapist said, you know, a lot of people stay in those relationships for, like, years and years. So um, I don't think I would have gotten out of that relationship as quickly if you guys hadn't given me that advice and I hadn't realized, um, that I deserve to have a safe space, to be honest, and I deserve to have someone respect my body and to trust me when I say that I know my body and I know what works for me and what doesn't, and to be respectful of my choices in all matters. So um, thank you guys so much for your advice and helping me. And so I know that I am just really happy now. I'm really glad to be implementing um, the advice you have in like a new healthy relationship. and. Um, I guess I just throw in, I'm having great, happy, um, (laughs) I'm actually really enjoying it and I don't really feel like I have the need to fake my orgasms anymore. Um, I feel like I can be authentic and just be real and I really trust my partner and they've been really good for me and I'm just really happy. Um, and Sierra, congrats on, um, baby, baby. I am so jealous, (laughs) um, but, um, uh, you oh, oh my that? God! You're so um, cute. Love you guys. Thank you guys so much for your advice. <laughs> um, and- oh, that is I thought she was jealous winky.
1: of you for having a baby, but turns that out she's jealous of Temple so for getting cute. you as a mom.
0: It's cute. Oh my God! I love, I love that. <laughs> I, is so charming. Um Wow, there's a lot of feeling. I was I couldn't say something Ouch. totally different, so it kind of threw me off. But um wow, that is so cute. Thank you. Um Thank you for calling in and for those lovely words. Um, first of all, I just want to say the thing so I don't forget it. Hearing that letter writer use the phrase mental gymnastics, um, mm-hmm. which I'm sure I did not make up, but I use regularly to like talk about what the fuck we do <laughs> to justify things mm-hmm. was like so again, it was like bringing, you know, podcasting is such like a void, right? We we are letter writers writing from the void, but. It's, you know, we, we know that there's a community of, of you all out there that are like real human beings. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, uh, but it's just so amazing to like hear your voices and hear the, uh, the, the actualizations of this podcast out there in the world, like that phrase being used mm-hmm. by somebody else. so charming, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, people actually listen to our podcast. Turns out, um, <laughs> Yeah, and I I just really love the idea of um us sort of like helping give you a script and you realizing that like that script's not going to work and yes. the fact that oh it's not going to work is like kind of alarming to me. Um and then being able to use it again with another with a different partner who was much more accepting and you felt much safer with. And I think it speaks to the fact that like this is forever work that we're doing, right? Yes. Like this this head and heart work isn't just like, cool, I've got the script and now the problem solved. It's like, cool, I have a something <laughs> I could maybe use and it feels like this isn't working here, but maybe it'll work over here. Or like maybe the fact that this isn't working should be something, a cause of concern for me that this yes. person isn't seeing me or hearing me. And like, it gives me like, honestly, it's a little self like reassuring for me to say, like, even if the advice that we give folks like isn't actually appropriate or helpful to them in that moment, in the way that we might think it is like just even the practice of talking about what it feels like or what it could look like to have these types of conversations and relationships with each other. Um, and that sort of like coming to something is like really, really helpful. Cause sometimes I'm like, Oh, we give the people the script, but like, what if that doesn't work for them? Or like, what if that's not like the right thing, but, but the idea of like the, the sort of, cumulative work of talking about this stuff and the way cumulative, that we talk about it yes. and the way that you all talk about it with us and like in the Facebook group and all of that, like is about sort of a, a bigger taking it to the systemic level again. It's about like a bigger <laughs> change that's happening rather than saying like in my unique circumstance in this moment, I need the script, but instead like how are we changing the way that we're thinking about how we engage in relationships and how we talk to each other. That's yes. going to be, applicable to all sorts of different places where we might need to have difficult conversations with people.
0: Yeah. And I'm getting a little sidetracked from this letter, but that is such a great thing to point out and a great perspective shift, Sam, that like this script isn't meant to perfectly fix this one problem because that one problem is also very versatile and nuanced and complicated. And sometimes you take you, you know, you bring one shape to a whole and it's a totally different shape you know, Mm -hmm. blocks, cubes, things. Um, and that it's, it, I love that perspective because it just gives us another reason to be gentle on ourselves, right? Like Mm. we might have the perfect tools and that, and the problem that approaches us in this season of our life doesn't require any of those tools. So now we got to get new ones. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like there are so many mitigating circumstances that, that lead to our struggle, right? To lead to our mistakes or to our guilt or whatever. Um, And it's just such a great reminder that... yeah, it's all cumulative. I love that word in terms of head and heart work. Mm-hmm. Um, and to our darling letter writer, um, you sound lighter. You sound, I mean, mm. I didn't hear your voice before, but like <laughs> your, your voice sounds light. Um, and mm-hmm. I, I'm i so proud of you for doing the work that you have been doing um, and fostering uh, a safe place within yourself that you could extend to your relationships.
1: Absolutely. This is great. I love these episodes. Yeah. Sorry we oh were God, so weird just, at the beginner, beginning Spence.
0: <laughs> I know I like never. I,
3: I knew we'd get there. It's yeah. fine. I, I knew what was coming up, so I I, I knew we'd be okay.
0: Uh, these are cry fests for me.
1: We should just we should just trust you always, Spencer.
0: I do.
1: We do. I mean, <laughs> like honestly, <Yeah>. we do.
3: <laughs> Fortunately or unfortunately, you you have to yeah. every week. So. true. Very true. All right, last up for this episode is Jess, who wrote in uh, letter three of episode 184, the toxic positivity villain. Ah, yes, it's a Halloween costume
0: where he's like, (laughs) "March, it's not so bad. Look on the bright side. Chin up. Yes,
3: exactly. Uh, This ran March 21st of this year, 2022. And Jess had recently broken up with her partner of about three years and was looking for a deeper emotional connection. She just didn't feel like she was connecting emotionally on the level that she wanted to with her partner. Um, But after breaking up, she had a lot of guilt or was feeling a lot of guilt about how she ended things and how she treated her partner while they were dating Mm. and is now having a hard time feeling worthy of love in a new Mm. relationship because she's still feeling guilty about how she treated her previous partner. Mm. So her question was, how do I forgive myself and start loving myself again?
1: Oh,
3: all right, Sam, you said that unhealthy relationships can actually limit our ability to do the things that we want to do. Mm. Um, And just because she wasn't able to connect emotionally with her previous partner, doesn't mean that she won't be able to do so with future partners Mm -hmm. and also that just because this was this breakup or this relationship was painful (gasps) for her partner doesn't necessarily mean that she did anything wrong that like relationships just involve pain sometimes and breakups always do yeah it doesn't mean that someone did something wrong or was trying to hurt the other person.
0: That is very, very profound, Sam.
1: Thank you. Thank
3: you are so
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Sierra. You suggested a, a sort of reframing of the of the quote goal of relationships, and that it's not necessarily to make it work or to be together forever. That the goal of relationships can be or is to explore the potential of a partnership and see where it goes, mm. and that more often than not that means that you break up we eventually. are definitely
0: in the fourth year oh I, Sam and I <laughs> Sam and <laughs>
3: this
0: are like, like just go with the flow <laughs>
3: This is like we've given all the, like, literal practical yeah, advice yeah, we can. Now we're just like,
0: let me shift your cosmic perspective on this.
3: <laughs> now it's like, well, let's define the word relationship. Right? Yeah, what, yeah, does yeah, yeah.
0: <gasps> what does it actually mean? What does emotional connection look says. like to
1: you, you know? Because it's going to look different right, for asking, all of
3: us. i <laughs> just asking questions back to the people who can't respond. <laughs> exactly.
0: yeah. Yep, the void. <laughs>
3: um. And you said it sounds like she did that in terms of exploring the potential of this partnership to the best of her ability, yeah. and that's fine, and that's nothing to feel guilt over or to punish yourself for. Mm. That's just the way relationships—the way the cookie go. crumbles. That's right. Yeah. Um, you also said something that I really like, which is we don't go into new relationships thinking, "quote I hope this teaches me a painful life lesson," <laughs> but that's the way it usually goes. <laughs>
0: jeez i hope this crushes me like yeah. a tiny bug
3: right but it might. yeah and it could also like that can be ultimately okay and good you know
0: what's amazing uh, just really quickly this is like our most recent letter and i remember the least about it same but maybe that's because yeah, like i had a baby what's ago? your excuse sam
1: um who knows
0: yeah
3: this was like two weeks pre temple, so you were just oh. you were just Pull throwing shit out there, and <laughs> yeah, and this is yeah. like
1: also when we were recording like lots of yes. episodes in yeah, a row, yeah, yeah, and yeah, also yeah. dealing with our own drama. Yeah. So, yeah. Um,
3: keeping our fingers crossed that Temple wasn't born during an episode <laughs> yeah. at some point. Yeah. Yep. 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 Mm-hmm. All right, you were um, saying. Oh, and then lastly, you asked her to consider all the things that she did quote right yes. in this relationship, mm. and mm-hmm. to like not that. throw all that. All that away, just because they end up breaking up ultimately. Yeah, yeah. we're so we're so there are quick things to from this from
1: ourselves for sure.
3: Well, and that there are positive things from this relationship that she could carry into her next yes, relationship. for sure. You know, because she's very worried about like I don't feel equipped to be in another relationship with someone because I did these things that I don't feel good about. Yes, ignoring the thousands of things that she did well yes. and like would would help her in a new relationship. Yeah, you know?
1: like fucking up is. Part of learning. So like right. we yeah. we learn not to do things by doing them once or twice or ten times or a hundred yes. times and being like, oh, that's not working. <laughs> I I need to try something different. And like that that's part of the joy and pain of learning as we go.
3: Sucking at something is the first step to being kind of okay at something. That's right. Oh my
0: God. I'm gonna I fucking hate that crochet though. that shit. <laughs> <laughs>
3: A, I'm going to make a cross-stitch of that quote I, for you I, I for
1: Christmas. If I'm not immediately perfect at it, it's not worth it.
3: Yeah. It's, it's, and then you both had a conversation about the differences between guilt and shame. Uh, yes, yes, yes. yes. Sure, sure, sure. The difference between I feel bad versus I am bad yep. inherently. Yep.
0: For me, there is no right. difference.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well.
0: <laughs> I wish that Brené was a Brown joke. Brown says Fuck. differently. <laughs> 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 All
6: right.
3: All right, so here's our update from Jess.
6: Hi, Sam, Sarah, and Spencer. Um, I wrote in to you guys a few months back, um, and you guys read my letter on episode 184, um, and the letter was from an ocean of emotion. Um, My name is Jess, and I just wanted to give you guys an update. Um, my letter was basically about... My partner and I at the time had been dating for three years, and we were going through a breakup um, via my choice, Um, and I had a lot of guilt that I was experiencing from mistakes that I had made in the relationship, and I felt like um, a lot of it was incompatibility between me and my partner, but also, again, just, like, mistakes that I had made, and so the guilt that I was feeling was very overwhelming, and a lot of days I couldn't focus Mm -hmm. on my work or school or whatever else I had going on and um, I was just well hence the letter name drowning in Mm -hmm. an ocean of emotions so you guys had read the letter on your podcast about two months after I had written it Um, and at that point my partner and I had already broken up I had actually moved out of our apartment and was living alone and since then it's been about close to six months um, after I break up and we are um still friends actually we still talk and we still hang out and see each other um as friends but we're both aware that we are seeing other people and we're both dating other people but we're still able to be friends and have that relationship with each other and possibly explore something in the future with one another if it gets to that point um but living alone is lonely Mm. (laughs) Um, but I am growing a lot as a person and as an, as an, as an, individual, which is exactly what I wanted outside of this relationship, um, and the reason for the breakup. So, um, I did take you guys' advice and it was very much appreciated and I am no longer feeling guilty and I'm no longer feeling ashamed and I've accepted the mistakes and I'm learning from them and I'm in therapy still. So everything's working out very well. So I appreciate you guys' advice and love you guys so much. Aww, right. we love
0: you too. Yeah. Living alone is lonely. Sorry. That's just an agreement I wanted to say. It's deeply lonely. We are, we are humans of, you know, we're mammals. We're, we're pack animals. (laughs) We, we need connection, you know? Yes. That's not true. We're not pack animals, but sometimes it is like that. Social animals. Kind of. (laughs) But, um, I... I just wanted to affirm that it is lonely, but I'm so glad that you're leaning into that new discomfort that you, that you knew you, your soul needed. Like I think mm-hmm. we said in the last couple of episodes at some point, like we can do hard things even when, when they hurt us, even we can do the right thing for ourselves, even when it's the uncomfortable thing. Um, and it sounds like you're putting yourself um, in that discomfort. Um mm-hmm while also doing the thing that we want all of our listeners to do, which is being gentle with yourself.
1: Absolutely. And it's great that your relationship has shifted and adapted to become more of a friendship. Um, And I think it just speaks to the idea that our relationships can adapt and change if we need them to, or if we want them to. Um, And that like, even the, the hurt and the pain that you caused him through this breakup doesn't mean that you can't find a place to continue to, to figure out what it means to be friends. Um, and like, I think it speaks to the idea of like, we are often harder on ourselves than other people are on us, right. Where we're like, Oh my God, I've hurt this person and they can possibly put it into a different perspective. Um, when we can't necessarily, because we're sort of telling ourselves stories about what it means about us or, Um, that somehow we're bad people for for causing other people harm. But it sounds like you both are figuring it out and that's great. Um, And that's all we can do in any given moment is just continue to figure it out.
0: Yeah, I'm so happy to hear from you and we're proud of you. You know, this is not, it's not easy to be in any of these letter writers' shoes and Mm -mm. it's not easy to be kind to ourselves when we've been taught that that is not, The path, right? And um, yeah, we're just... We're proud of you for doing the work alongside of us. Alongside of us. Yeah, that's right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It sounded wrong. (laughs) Alongside us. There we go. There we go. Alongside us. Uh, We are in the trenches with you, as they say. Um, So thanks so much for the update. We love you. We love you.
1: Thank you so much for calling.
0: All right, y'all. That's it. Yeah, four years.
3: Happy fifth birthday.
0: Yeah, I guess we're... No, are we... One no, we're technically four because we would start out at zero.
1: Yeah, we're entering our happy fifth fourth year. birthday. Yeah, look, I
3: don't know how. <laughs> I don't know how kids work. Have a baby.
0: Yeah, I'll let guys i guys Can't know. count to five. Um, but it is it is our baby. Uh, so cheers to our wonderful just Break Up community. Um, cheers to my wonderful partners in head and heart work, uh, Spencer and Sam. Um, to our listeners. You make this totally happen. Well, technically we do, but you sustain us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> you, you make this all possible because you're here. Um, I want to take a moment to have a throwback to Sam's original goal for this podcast, which was to have a hundred listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, and now we have many more than that. We have doubled that in episodes and um, our podcast has been downloaded over 4 million times at this point in time. I know, which is just a number that is unfathomable to me. Um, and it is Absolutely. all because of you all um, because you most likely Googled, breakup podcast because you were hurting <laughs> yeah. and, and, and the fact that we find you during that time and you find any sort of semblance of comfort from us. And most importantly, that you stick around whether you listen to us for a week or a couple months um, or a couple years of the whole shebang. Uh, we're just so grateful and really, really touched by your, your, your listening.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. I, hard to express how thankful both Sierra and I are for you all for listening um, because we make this podcast, but it would be nothing if if there weren't people to yeah. listen to it. And also the way that you all love and support each other in all of the different places and ways that you do is just incredible. So yes. thank you all for listening to us for, for four years or for four days, whatever the case yes. may be. We're just really appreciative of you. Um, being willing to, to go on this journey with us.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And if all else fails.
1: Just break up.